I just speak right now that our minds are going to be captivated by the word of God. Even as we were, we were singing without words that our, our minds would be captivated by his presence, I speak right now as the word comes forth that our mind is going to be captivated. Our hearts are going to be full Full, not overwhelmed that we can't take it, but full that we just, we feel that we've got all that we need and all that, he, all that we want for all that he has for us. God, we thank you that your presence is here with us right now. And Lord, as the word is, is shared, Lord, we make a decision to engage, to partake, and to be full, and to be full in Jesus' name. Amen? Everyone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Woo! All right. If you ever want to speak, just get to you, get up in front of you and get everybody going. All right. I just want to pray myself. Lord, we just thank you for this morning, how you have already been speaking how you've already been walking among us, God, speaking your life to us. And Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus, God, that Lord, that as we hear the word about hearing, God, that our ears would be open to hear and our eyes would be open to see the, the, the kingdom of God in us and among us. And Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Things really, I, I love. I love when the Lord does things like to kind of help your sermon along, you know. Because sometimes you feel like you're like, man, I, you know, you get up there. Sometimes you're like, where am I going? What am I doing? And uh, I love how the Lord's already been just walking among us, speaking. And we're going to be talking about really hearing the hearing the Word of God. Like two weeks ago kind of started a series, a little, we've been on the presence of God, but we kind of started a series about on what does that, you know, when the Spirit of God is here, what, it, what, what happens, like what does that look like? Or, and we talked about, you know, I, I threw up these several pictures. Um, I mean, you see that, I mean, that's not some guy throwing his, you know, you know, body into the air, right? You see something in that picture that you don't see, right? I hope. I mean, what, what do you see in that picture that you don't see? The wind, right? And we talked about, you know, the next picture. You know, I showed these next couple of pictures. You know, you don't see just cuteness. You see what? Wind, right? And then, and, you know, just in this, keep going. You see wind, even in the beauty of the, the rainbow and the beauty of all those things. Those, those things don't turn on by themselves. You know, it's the wind. And, and we went to the scripture uh, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not where it, know where it comes from, where it's going. So, so is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And we just talked about the Spirit and relationship. You know, sometimes we're like, presence of God. You know, what does that mean? Because that's something I can't really see. Like, sometimes I can't see it tangibly. Like, but I can do, there is three ways that I know that the Spirit of God is here or moving or in our midst. And that's what? way that we see the wind. You know, you don't see the wind. You didn't see wind in those pictures. But you saw the what? Effects of wind, definitely. If you were there, I bet you would what? You would feel it, and I bet you if you were there, you would what? 
hear that. Um, you know, if you, you're in those places where I know it's real because of those, those three things. And so we've been talking about, you know, I talked a little bit about the effects uh, this, as, the, as the wind about effects, but to this morning we're going to talk about hearing. Because when the, you know, even in this scripture, you know, it says the wind blows where it wishes, but, and you hear the what? Sound of it. You hear the, the, the presence of God. What is that? The voice of God. You know, the, the Spirit of God that's within you speaking, and the Spirit of God that is among us. I love to, you know, as Mike, you know, stopped kind of, you know, it's kind of risky sometimes as a, as a worship person that's trying to lead a worship song all of a sudden to say, hold, hold on just a second. I'm, what, did you just hear or did you feel or sense? Just kind of, kind of came into, all right, he kind of came into that place of hearing, feeling that something was going in a different direction. And he needed to speak that. I think some people need to hear that from the voice of God this morning, that whatever you're facing, whatever circumstances, doesn't mean you don't do anything. It means you don't what? Worry that things are going to be all right. And then, you know, the reality of Ben comes up and speaks a, a scripture. He heard a scripture, and it spoke about the Lord overcoming and the Lord reigning and ruling among us. And then we, Mark got a word about depression, and Clark got another word. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for uh, the end. Well, did they take off? Or did they have to take off? Did Clark take off? Oh, he's the MT. All right. Well, Clark, uh, you know, I'll, I'll speak this. I mean, he gave a word in relationship that came up. It was a beautiful word about, you know, I think sometimes in, tra- you know, when we're in transition, there was people in transition in here. And sometimes it, you, you kind of regulate it in relationship to women being, you know, in labor. You know, well, as soon as they get pregnant, you kind of start feeling bad. I mean, you get morning sickness. So, you, you know, sometimes when people are in transition, you get that, like, man, this really stinks. I'm not sure I really want to do this. But you get nine, ten months out of that, and what? When you see that baby and you see that glory, you know, everything, you know, is all right at that point. You know, so it is that place that, you know, that trans- some pe- he just really believes some people are in transition and need to press through because the, the, the glory of that moment would come. And so those were all in line with what, what God was saying this morning. Um, go on to that next one. You know, Rick last week just said, you know, I just wanted to bring us back to that place because we're called to be spiritual people. I thought it was a great, great message to really uh, empower us to understand and know. Please know. Hey, sorry, I just saw a new couple in the place. Did we recognize them yet? Josh and Stacy Long in the place. Sorry. Sorry, I, did, I just called out. We can't give up that moment, right? Um, but, yeah. They got married, what, two weeks, two weeks ago, three weeks, two weeks ago? It's down in Georgia. So, um, but, you know, he gave us a great picture that we're physical, fleshly people, but we better not live that way. Like, that's not what our calling is. And if that's the way we've been living, then really ask the Lord to give you a different calling, because that isn't the calling. I mean, but the one who joins himself to the Lord is what? One spirit with him. If you've, if you've become a believer, if you know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, you know, that's the place that you're at, one spirit with Him. If you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting debt to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led of the Spirit of God are what? Sons of God, daughters of God. If you're living by the Spirit. Like, that's, that's the call in this life. 
That's the pressing that you always will get if you come to dwelling place. It's to be men and women of the Spirit of God. You know, we've got, there's plenty of people out there that are being men and women of the flesh. I want, we want, I want to be a man, a man, a man. I'm not a, I'm not a man. <laughs> I'm a man of the Spirit. I want to be a man of the Spirit of God. You know, the Spirit that walks that way. But next one, he, he gave us this one, coming to him as living stone, but it's, which has been rejected by men, but is choice and precious in the sight of God. You also, living stones, being built up as a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices, spiritual sacrifices, a spiritual place acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So that's what Rick took us through last week. So this week, and, and really the call is to, to, to this, to have our senses trained, all right? What, what five senses do you have, right? What? Come on now, y'all have gone through hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, smelling, touching, right? All those are senses. Now those are our what? Physical senses. I am sure that is, I'm pretty sure that is not what God's necessarily saying in this scripture. When he says, but solid food is for the mature who because of practice through practice, have made their senses to do what? Have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Okay, Some of that's going to reveal in a physical sense, but these are spiritual senses. My spiritual sense to be able to hear, to feel, to taste, to touch, to smell. To, you know, all those senses, I believe, are also spiritual senses that you can walk in. I think... Sometimes we've walked along in this earth and we've been kind of conned into believing that we just live and exist in this world until we get to heaven and that's, we're good. You know, God's just saying, that's not, that's not where we're called to. That's not what we're, what we're about. You know, that we're called to be spiritual sons, spiritual daughters, having our senses trained to discern good and evil. So the one we want to talk about today is just hearing. And I, I just, I'm believing that God's going to stir up the hearing in this place. Um, you know, there's a, a physical giftedness in relation to prophetic, you know, that is a hearing type giftedness, feeling and hearing type giftedness. But the reality is, is that God has called us all to what? Hear. God has not just anointed a few people up there in front to hear or given that to the pastor or teacher or prophetic guys or gal. So there's just there's a reality that God wants to break down that wall that each one in here, I believe, has opportunity to hear. And if you don't, so we're going we're gonna to really, I want to get really to the bottom of this, this message because I think that's where God's going to unlock some things. But I just want to go through a couple things because I think you, we all need to know that I just wanted to show you we can hear. Um, you know, you think about this in Hebrews 8, 13. So what, what does that sound like? You know, if God's going to speak to us, uh, what's that sound like? I love it in Hebrews 8.13. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. The covenant that we're walking in. Okay? This is the covenant that we get to walk in, that we are walking in. And he says, I will put their, my laws and my word into their minds. I will write them where? In their hearts. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach everyone his fellow citizen and everyone his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all will what? Know me. How do, you, how do, do I get to know 
Leah by just reading a book? I mean, if there was a book written on Leah and I read that book, would you guys say that I knew her? I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, even even just, you know, the reality is I can read the Word and it's, it becomes living and active, yes. But there's an active relationship going there. And, and God wants to bring that back into account into our heart because that's what he's, this is the covenant that we get to walk in. That's the good news to me. The veil's been torn. I can go to the holy of holy. I can go into the presence of God. That's what we're talking about. I love this. From the least to the greatest. So whether you feel the least this morning, anybody feel the least this morning? That's, that's good. You're okay because you're in this mix. If you feel the greatest, uh, maybe you should think about that and <laughs> pray about it. Now, be great in the Lord. Yeah, think that way. Be great in the Lord. Think that way. From the greatest to the least. It doesn't matter where you're at. This is for you. To, to know the Lord. To hear the Lord. And how do I hear him? Matthew 10, 20. It's, for it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of your Father who speaks in you. So if the, God speaks in you, what's that going to sound like? What do you think? What's that going to sound like? Sometimes it's going to sound like a thought. You know, there's going to be download. I mean, there are, mo- there are times you can go in the Word, we're not going to go there. And I mean, there are ways that the Lord speaks. He speaks audibly. He spoke to, you know, the Son. It's my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. I have heard of people that have heard the voice of God that way. I haven't necessarily heard that strong of a voice out of heaven or audibly. Um, there's angelic um, you know, Peter, we'll look at that passage. Peter heard an angel of God tell him to go to Gaza. So there's angels that walk among us. I'm not going to get into that. That's another theological thing that we're not touching today. But they can, they can speak. They can talk. Um, but the majority, I think, of what God does in us is he speaks in us. Speaks his thoughts, you know, impressions, pictures, you know, all those things. Or what God, how God speaks to us. And we need to hear those things and hear that. Um, so kind of want to just lay that out there because sometimes you're like, you know, well, I've never heard the voice of God. Well, I'm believing that today will be a, a good day to start, a great day to start, you know. Um, when you think about this, is, re- is hearing really important? So that should be, an a- it should be answered, right? I mean, is hearing really important? Because, you know, a lot of times it's like, you know, I've heard this. Well, you know, the Word of God, you know, all you got to do is just read this and that's it. That's all you need. Well, I mean, there's, there's a reality to that. The Word of God is living, active, sharper than every, every two-edged sword, and this is very important. But like I said, if I just read this book and think I'm going to just know God from just reading the book, that's, that's not going to happen. That is an in living and active relationship. You know, I've got to get to know Leah. I've got to what? Talk to her, you know, interact with her. Love, you know, how I love her is very important in that. So there's a, a facet that God wants to break through some of maybe old religious mindsets or maybe the reality of I didn't man when I I came to know when I came to know the Lord I didn't even know the Lord spoke like spoke at all I mean I just I guess I should read the Word because that's where I should go I guess that's that's what I believe that's all I knew and then all of a sudden somebody started discipling me walked me into the Word. The Word really declares that God wants to speak. And then I started taking an opportunity to listen, and I heard. And there's a facet of that, and so I'm going to try to get to that today, maybe. We'll see. So is hearing really that important? Well, it's critical to our faith. Remember this Romans 10, 17. What does it say? Faith comes by what? Hearing, and hearing the what? 
Word of God. And we're not going to go, there's a whole nother teaching you can go on Rhema and Logos. That's a whole nother teaching. There's, there's so much about hearing the Word of God that, that it can't be contained in many, many, many sermons. But we're, I'm going to try to hit this enough to where we can get a foundation of it to really uh, set our hearts uh, in a direction. But th- this one actually is Rhema, the spoken Word of God. Logos is the written Word of God. And this one is faith comes by hearing and hearing the what? Spoken Word of God into us. So when I, sometimes I think, Rhema is like when I speak, when, when I speak some words, all of a sudden it becomes what? Life to you? That, to me, that's like when Logos becomes Rhema. It's like, wow, okay, that's life. Like, I didn't catch that. I've read that passage a thousand times, and now that, wow, okay, God's really speaking that. Or, or maybe it's that word that God's speaking within me about direction or things like that. And so we're going to be touching on those things. But it's critical to our faith because if faith comes from hearing, I better be what? Listening and what? Hearing. Because sometimes I can listen, but I won't be able to hear. Like if I'm watching a TV, if I'm watching a TV and Leah is talking, what am I not doing? <laughs> I, I'm hearing a, it's kind of like, I mean, this is not what it is, but you know, you, you ever Peanuts? You ever watch Peanuts? You know, you know, you hear that? You've, why? Because you tuned it out. It's not because it's, it's not because the teacher is not speaking. It's because the students back there, whatever, you know, do that in college, right? You know, it, and it's not that I don't think Leah's voice is important, but if I am watching TV, what am I not doing? Hear, listening or hearing, probably. I am hearing noise, <laughs> and it's beautiful noise, beautiful noise. That was good, wasn't it? It was beautiful noise. <laughs> it, it is. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, so, so you got to realize, God can be speaking beautiful words, and you not what hear them. Okay, so that's that's the reality. I mean that that that's me all day long. If I, the TV's on. I've got to shut the TV off to hear her voice. So I can't imagine what I, I mean. I really need to press in in relationship with the Lord saying, you know. You look at this, um, think about this scripture. You foolish Galatians. I mean, this is one of the few times I think I read that Paul really hammered some things down in relationship to the body, to the, to the bride, to, to the Galatians, to the church at Galatians. And he calls them, you know, it's kind of a little a little stern with him. You know, he says, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? That's pretty strong words. Before whose eyes Jesus was publicly betrayed as crucified. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? All right. Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being what? Perfected by your flesh. Did you suffer so many things in vain? (laughs) If indeed it was in vain, so then does he provide you with the Spirit and works of miracles among you? Sorry. Does he who provides you with the Spirit work and work miracles among you do it by the works of the law or by what? Hearing with faith. You know, this whole hearing and faith, that's a whole other teaching. I mean, I, I came up with about six or seven more teachings as I was teaching. I was like, gosh, that would be a great rabbit to chase. We just don't have time to chase it. Hearing with faith, it's, it's so important. You know, I, think, I was thinking about that Peter 
you know, when he was walking out of the water, what did he wait? Did he, did, did he, was his faith based on the fact that he could walk on water or was his faith based on the fact that Jesus said, come? Which one? I bet you he had faith to walk on the water. But it sure helps when the guy that's going to help you walk on the water says what? Come. Now, I really believe if, if he wouldn't have waited for that word, and we could, that's an whole other sermon, that's another sermon I was going to say. You know, that's a whole other sermon. Right? You know, when do you, how do you wait? How do you hear? You know, all that. Whew. That's so big. It's one of those, these are one of those big things you just can't, you can't throw in one sermon. But the reality was is that, you know, had he, what, 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 what would have happened had he not waited? If he had just, like, gotten out of the boat, would he have sank? Would he immediately gone down? I mean, we can, I'm not even going to theorize that, but the reality is that Peter's, the place that Peter, the faith, his faith that he could walk on water now was given the word to do it, you know, to come. And there's, so his faith came by hearing Jesus say, come. Um, I think he had watched Jesus walk on the water before, so I believed he believed, I believed he believed he could do it. I think God had, I think Jesus had enough interaction with him to say, you're going to be doing what I'm doing, you know. Didn't he say that to us? Just thought, think about that. The works that I do, you will do later. Hmm. Well, you can see some walking on water, right? Or greater, right? So it's very important for our faith. Think about this. It's, in, it's critical for everyday life. This is that Acts passage. You know, I'm not going to read through, all through that, but if you've been through that, I will read through some of it. But, you know, the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip and said, do what? Go up and go down to the desert. You probably need an angel to speak that. I mean, hey, Mitch, why don't you go down to the desert and start walking? Um, is there any reason? You know, sometimes we get that place when we start hearing the Lord. We're like, uh, well, Lord, why am I going? What am I going to do? You know, we, all, we get ahead of the game. We're like, what am I going to do? How am I going to he just says, go. Angel says, go. And he did what? He went. So he got up and went. That's a, that's a place of obedience and just going. And, there, and all of a sudden, hmm, there was an Ethiopian eunuch, court official, all that. He had come to Jerusalem to worship. Go on to the next one. He was returning, sitting in his chariot, reading the prophet Isaiah. Hmm. You know, this is why you need spirit-led evangelism, right? God will sometimes make that pretty easy. I mean, here the guy's reading the word of God. And guess what he's reading? Something pretty easy to, to evangelize from, right? He, do, he says, you was reading Isaiah. Do you understand what you're reading? He said, well, how could I unless someone guides me? He invited Philip to come up and sit with him. So he goes, right? Oh, well, actually, before that, flip back. Did I just skip a? Oh, yeah, sorry. 29. Very, go, yeah. Then the Spirit said to Philip, what? Go. All of a sudden, the Spirit said in a thought, hey, go up and join that chariot. And he did. Did he ask, well, you know, why, why should I do that, Lord? You know, should I, you know, do I need to prepare a little bit more or do I need to get, you know. He just said, go, go up to that thing. And then um, I think there was another place in there. We keep going. Um, you know, the passage of Scripture was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, as a lamb to the shear. Well, that's a good, that's a good Scripture to start preaching Jesus from, isn't it? I mean, Wow. I'm believing that God's going to begin to do some do that. I mean, we've been really praying in relationship to evangelism. Like a lot of times, I think I'm so fearful about 
you know, just going out because I'm just making that, you know, first breakthrough moment. Well, gosh, if God gives you those breakthrough moments, it's like I don't even have to. I mean, I'm, he's reading the Word of God, and I get to preach to him. And he gets them getting saved, uh, you know, get, basically gets to speak to him. Go on to the next one. You know, then he got baptized, and, and, they, and they both went on their, their way. And so it was just a crazy moment of, man, living everyday life. What if we lived everyday life just listening and hearing what the Spirit of God is saying, living from that place? instead of what our flesh is saying or what other people are saying. We'll get into that in just a second. Go on. Hearing is also critical to our spiritual life. You know, you think about this. Um, Truly I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep but climbs up some other way, he's a thief and a robber. But he who enters the door as a shepherd of the sheep, to him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep, what? There's voice. This is John 10.10, right? We we quote that John 10.10 all the time. But it's about hearing the voice of God. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them. And the sheep follow him because they what? Know his voice. All right. Uh, Come up here, Jesse. This is where you're going to come in. Did you remember I asked you? That's all right. You're here. Now, think about this. Um, The sheep... The sheep follow his voice, okay? Now, a lot of times, we, this is what we feel like we look like in a lot of ways in walking with the Lord. Because we walk by what? Faith and not by, can you see? All right. Now, so the reality is, is that in a lot of ways, if we walk this way, I mean, if I take this blindfold off, he can walk however he wants to, right? However his, he is leading. But right now, what is he dependent on? Right. Now, guess what? If I said if I was going to lead him and I was going to lead him back, all right, Jesse, follow me. Oh, well, this is going to be really hard because this is like voice everywhere. I'm going to take this off. All right. All right.
The reality, the reality is, is that, you know, if, if all of you are speaking, you just represent, I mean, you aren't the world, but you represent the world. That's, you know, that's everything that yells at us from every direction. And some of it sounds really good. You know, go right, go left, come this way. You know, you're awesome. I've heard a couple of those. You know, but sometimes, you know, the good can be the enemy of the best. And what he also had to do is he had to also, did you notice what he had to do? He had to stay a little bit what? Closer, right? He had to get like, all of a sudden I heard him like, he was kind of like this. He's like, I don't want to take a step, but I need to get a little closer because I can't hear you. All right, so now we're going to do a third one. So now, how many, how many of you know that you speak a whole lot to yourself? All right, so he's going to sing, row, row, row your boat. You guys are going to be saying stuff, and then he's got to listen to my voice. You're going to sing, row, row, row your boat, all right? Now, I mean, that's, but you got to realize you can put yourself into that. I mean, that's what you, I mean, really do this to yourself this week. And just say, all right, God, this this is what I look like. Like, I, I have there's no way I can move until I, what? Here. Until I hear. You know? I think that, you know, some of that was Moses' heart, you know, when he was up on the mountain. He understood when, I, I knew, I think he understood the presence of God was what he was at, but. That that guy spoke what? Face to face with the Lord. And he knew he couldn't move. Like he didn't want to go into the promised land without the person that could lead them when they were there. He knew that they would get they would massacre the promised land had not the presence of gone God gone with them. And to to have the presence of God, I mean that's the reality. That's why we need the presence of God. Why? Around us, in us, because and that's the cool part is that I think that's why that is so powerful. Jesus knew, like for the joy set before him, I believe the joy set before him was this, that each one of you were going to be able to hear his voice. Why? Because when the joy set before him, he was going to get to go to the cross, die so that his Holy Spirit would be what? Released upon the land. And it wouldn't be that covenant, remember? All shall know me. From the least to the greatest. It wasn't about, you know, who who could get to the priest, you know, quick enough or, you know, how many times a week. It's, it's no, I have this living and active relationship with the Lord that I can hear him and that I can walk with him. And so that's that's huge, huge. And so, you know, this, this scripture, you know, the sheep hear his voice. Jesse had to press in to hear in the midst of that. So there's all sorts of voices speaking. Make sure it's the Lord, right? Go on to the next one. And they, they do not know the voice of strangers, but the sheep did not hear them. That's we got to stop listening to those voices. The more that he tuned in to me, even when he was speaking, 
row, row, row your boat. I think the more he tuned in, the more he was able to hear. He just got tuned into my voice, even through his own. Um, go on. My own know me. They will hear my voice. Uh, go on. All right, so can I just take you real quick? I know there's eight of them, and I don't know what time it is. But I, am, I really believe that these are just some things that I'm going to throw out that you just need to ask yourself the questions, all right? Real quick questions. I love it. You know what? Anybody ever have a check engine light come on in your car? All right. Um, who else? Who who else? Do you know what your check engine light is? Anybody? <laughs> no, I won't answer. I thought you were going to answer. I, should, I drive with it on there. Oh, that's right. Who ignores their check engine light? That's what it is. All right. So, now, that's that's not always great, okay? Most of the time, and I do, I'm, I'm unfortunately guilty of that, but the check engine light comes on for a reason. It's, it's signaling from the heart of the, of the car, you know, there's some trigger in there, you know, Holy Spirit trigger that says, you know, hey, you should check this because it is going bad, has gone bad, and will destroy your car if you keep it going, right? Same thing in our life. We have... These, I, I just felt like the Lord is just saying, there's some check in, check your heart lights in relationship to this area. Check, is that what I put? Check your hearing, that's what it is. Sorry, I lost my, where's my little, oh, there it is. Check your hearing lights. And so, you know, a lot of times, like I said, we, we end up just ignoring the light and we just keep going, all right? And I want to I wanna just throw these out, okay? I'm not, we're not going to go through them too too crazy. I added two this morning. The Lord just downloaded me, and I'm like, I can't not include those. Like this one. Uh, go on to the next one. Check and see if the no expectation light is on. I mean, look at this in First Samuel. Now, the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord before Eli, and word from the Lord was rare in those days. That's in a whole nother, a whole nother sermon, but the reality is, is that, you know, in, in those days, I mean, you were, you were it wasn't like they, us. We have the Holy Spirit. So the Lord was going to speak. I don't know if that's audibly or in their heart. I think probably similar in their heart and things like that. A whole nother sermon. But the, the interesting thing, it was rare and visions were infrequent. So keep that in mind. Go on to the next. And it happened that at the time as Eli was laying down in a place and the lamp of God had not yet gone out, Samuel was laying down in the temple of God. What? Where the... Ark was interesting. Samuel went, and he was a what? Was he a man at this point or a what? It just said he was a boy. Hey, I mean, you don't you don't have to be, you know. It's age does age is not the the thing here. It's about your heart before the Lord. Are you, do you want to hear? Or do I want to hear? And then, at this point, if I want to hear, most people would answer their yes. And then if I ask you, are you hearing? You might say no, or maybe sort of, well, these are those check engine lights, check hearing lights. Maybe those are things to ask the Lord, maybe. And look at this. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord. And the Lord called Samuel. He said, the Lord called to Samuel. And he said, here am I. And he ran to Eli and said, why did you call me? So who did he, who did he think the voice of God was? He thought it was Eli. Because there was no expectation that God was going to be speaking to him in that time. So he, 
even when he heard God, he didn't attribute it to God. So we can be in that place where really there's no expectation to hear. You know, I just don't even have a thought towards that. Why, why would God want to speak to me? Why would God want the things that I've done in my life? Why would God ever want to? Or the things that have transpired. Why would God want to speak to me? You know, those are things that need to be broken down. Uh, it says, I did not call, lie down. Of course, he went back. Same thing happened. He called, Sam, the Lord called Samuel. Keep going. Y'all have heard that. Whole th- then Eli, finally at the bottom. Eli discerned the Lord was calling the boy. Go on. It happened three times. Eli said, go down and it shall be, if he calls you again, that you shall say, speak, Lord, for your servant is, ah, there it is. Same thing again, right? Listening. All right, now I'm going from not expecting to listening, okay? So that, I mean, there is a, there is a, a step to that, a step from hearing. He was hearing something to now he was going to do what? Put the hearing in relationship to what? Listening with expectation. Oh, okay, the Lord does speak to me. The Lord is speaking. Now I can say, all right, God, let's start to listen. Journaling is a great way to listen to the Lord. And I love, I know that they do that a lot of you this, but we should all be doing that. I, I, I did it well for a while, and I haven't been doing so well. Right? I, I love journaling because it helps me get on paper what the Lord's saying. And it, and it focuses me. It's like, oh, okay, Lord, you're speaking something. Let me write it. All right, go on. Check the, uh, see if the check soil light is on. Sometimes, you know, you think about this, you know, the parable of the sower and the seed. You know, God spoke, and he was scattering the word of God into these people's hearts. And what? It was falling on four different types of soil. One was what? Rocky, one was beside the road and it was getting trampled on. That was the first one. The second one was rocky. The third one was what? Among thorns, okay? So that's why we, t- that's why, why do we teach about the heart? So that you can deal with those issues, those things in your heart, relationship. Because all that, all that, that happens, that the, but the seed that was in good soil, the word of God that they heard and put in good soil, how much did it? Doesn't say in, does it say in this one? Go on to the next one. Nope, uh, flip back. In one of the versions, it says a hundredfold fruit. That's, that's where God's after, where we're hearing in the hundredfold fruit. But the seed and the good soul, those are the ones who have heard the word and honest, good heart, hold it fast. It's not just a one time, mm, got it. Thanks, Lord. You know, I'm good forever. It's, no, I've got to listen. Hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. So there's that. Check, you know, check the soil. Think about this next one. Is the dull light on? Concerning him, we have much to say, and it is hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. Lee and I, we have great friends from Big Stone Up, Canyon, Geneva. Uh, we used to pass, uh, help youth pastor down at the church down in East Stone, and we lived in the parking lot of the church, and 50 feet away from that, well, not 50 yards away from that, yeah, 50 feet's too close. 50 yards away from that, which is still close, a, a train came through all day long, all day long. Okay, so after a few, really, that didn't take very long for me. After a few days, weeks, what did I not hear? The train. Why? Why did I, why did I not hear the train? I, I got used to it, but I really, you, you, I dulled my senses to it. 
I just didn't give it any attention anymore. I didn't, I didn't say, oh, I hear the horn. There's, it's a train. Why? Because it became very, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't important to me. It wasn't anything, you know. But sometimes in our lives, the word, because of distraction and all those things that we just talked about, becomes dull in our life because we don't give, what, attention to the living and active word, the logos, written, but also hearing what he's saying. If I don't go there, it, it, it's not that the Lord's not saying. I meant to speak at the first of this. You know, when you have a dish player, anybody have dish network? Nobody in here? Uh, Cat does, because I know that, because I set it up for her. <laughs> I set it up for her. But, you know, if Cat's not getting a signal, does she go, Harketh, that satellite up there in the sky is not giving any signal out today. It's amazing. That stinks. I mean, does, he, does she do that? What's the first thing she does? She goes and says, oh, is it my TV? Oh, maybe it's the receiver. Oh, maybe it's the dish outside that fell over. Maybe it's the fact that it's a thunderstorm and clouds are like covering every avenue of that signal. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't go, oh, that, per, that dish forgot to turn the networking on today, right? So, you know, when we get this place where is God speaking or not, I think he's always declaring. He even declares in the beauty of his creation if we'll look. I mean, I love going out. I mean, sunsets. I mean, Ernie throws out some really cool pictures. I mean, I love that. I mean, anytime I hit a sunset, I, mean, I stop. I stop. I mean, I, I was coming back at 6 o'clock in the morning back from Living Waters, and I saw the sun coming up on the top of the mountain. I'm like, oh, I can stay here for 20 minutes and wait for it to come up. And I was like, nah, I got to go. But, man, when I got down to the bottom, it was just peering over there, and I stopped and gave expression to it, and it became what? Beautiful. And that's what the Word of God does if we stop. So if we, maybe we've got the dull of hearing light on. Uh, what about this one, James 1? Therefore, yeah, putting all aside all filthiness, receive the Word implanted, which is able to do what? Save your soul. That's, that's why we need the Word of God. But prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely what? Hearers, right? So maybe the hearing only light is on. Because there's a facet of hearing that if I just hear and I hear and I hear and I hear and I hear, you know, maybe even maybe you even heard this word many times before and you're kind of like, ah, heard it. But am I what? Walking it out. Is this an active relationship with the Lord, active hearing what the Lord's saying and walking in it, walking in it. That's that hearing only. Uh, think about this one. Uh, go on. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's another good scripture. Remember? Check, check and see if the self-light is on. You know, I, th- I love this. Moses was educating all the learning of Egyptians. He was a man of power and words and deeds. But when he was approaching the age of 40, it entered into his heart, really, to visit his brethren. All right, how do you think it entered into his heart? I think the Lord, word spoke to him. God spoke to him. Hey, go visit your brethren. They, they, I've heard their cry. Go get them. Go deliver them. I think that's what the Lord told him. Now, sometimes we know what the Lord's telling us, but we try to carry that out in our what? Our own self. That's what Moses did. When he saw one of them being uh, unjustly treated, defended him, took vengeance, 
for the oppressed by striking them down. And he supposed that his brethren got that. You know, sometimes the Lord speaks to me, and I start operating, and I'm expecting all y'all to jump on board with that. You know, I've got to walk that out with people. When I hear the Word of God, I, sometimes I can't just take it as, well, go do it. No, I've got to walk that out. Sometimes we get the word of, man, you're going to go, you're going to just go preach to the nations. Well, you, you know, you start your 501K the next day. I mean, 501K. 501C3, that's what it is. 501C3 the next day, you know, start taking... You know, you start taking things, and you're, you're trying to go overseas when the Lord's saying, whoa, I, I wanted to speak that to give you the heads up to start what? Preparing like Moses. Hey, you're going to become the deliverer of Israel. Don't go slaughter the guy. That's not what he called him to do. You know, but God was calling him to deliver a nation. He just had, he needed to walk that hearing out with people. Very important, very important. Uh, third, uh, well, six, whatever one. No uniting light is on. Hearing without uniting your, uh, with faith. Let us therefore, while a promise remains of entering in his rest, any one of you may seem to have come short of it. For indeed, we had good news, what? Preached to us. The word was coming to us. We were hearing, but something didn't happen. Just as they also, but the word they heard did not profit. Same word was being spoken. Same word. One was prophet. One was what? Not prophet. Why? One united it with what? Faith. One did not unite it with faith. So there, faith comes in that. That's a whole other sermon. We're not going to get into that. But there's a reality that faith comes in that place. For we who have believed get to enter into that rest. And so some of that I've got to unite with faith and help get that other people uniting their faith with, hey, am I, am I hearing that correctly? I mean, Lord just called me to go to the nations. I, I, need some, I need some people to walk with me if that's the case. You know, and so, and we walk that out. We might not understand facets of that word that we need to hear from others. All right? Uh, the hardened heart light is on. Think about this one. Uh, he again fixes a day. Today, if you hear his voice, do not what? Harden your heart. Sometimes you can either hear a word, Go try to perform it or do it, walk in it. It fails, and you say, what? I am never going to do that again, ever. Guess what that you just did? What's that? I hardened my heart to the voice of God. Now, what I need to do is take a step, couple steps back and say, all right, Lord, I felt like I heard you, okay? I don't understand what happened in these steps, but re- ask the Lord to begin to reveal that. Don't just... Take it like, well, God just didn't want you to do it, you know, or whatever that looks like. You know, take a couple steps back. Ask, ask the Lord for wisdom in that. But the hard part is if you harden your heart, you know, you start thinking about it. If I don't give, ex- what Rick always says in that, if I don't give expression to an impression, what do I do? I stop, I stop becoming impressionable. I harden, I harden up. That's why I love, you know, when I go out, sunsets and mountains, I just love them. And so I you know, always try to give expression to that. Um, and the last one, you know, this is one the Lord gave me this morning too, this John 15, 15, a slave mentality, not a son and daughter. When you think about it, no longer do I call you slaves, for the slave does not know what his master is doing. For I've called you friends for all things I have heard from my father, and I have made them what? Known to you. How, do you, how does that happen? Definitely through this. 
But I think as I'm reading, who do I need to help me understand this? I either need a preacher to come preach it to me every morning while I'm in. I mean, there's nothing wrong with listening to other people. But the Lord did speak to me. Some of us have been listening to other people and not listening for ourselves. And we've, it's not, a lot of preachers have great messages. I mean, even preachers, I wouldn't necessarily send somebody to. I, I think they have great messages. They have great words. But the reality is that sometimes I need what? I need to take a step back and listen for myself so that it is, hey, you know what Jesus said? <laughs> I know a lot of times we get in that place, you know, real Rick, you know, we always get in the Rick said or whatever. Well, just say Jesus said. Did you know Jesus said this in his word? That's all. Usually Rick's only saying the same thing that Jesus said. So, I mean, the reality is you could say Jesus said. Jesus said that. You know, and that's, that's, the, that's the fullness of where we want to go to. And so, really, I just wanted to take a minute and really, I don't know what time is it. Oh, uh, I, I just really felt like we just need to take a second and just be still before the Lord and really just take an opportunity. It's a seed. I felt like the Lord said, sow a seed this morning of just being still before. You know what the Lord says, you know, be still and what? Know that I'm God. All right, what is being still? How, how is being still going to empower me to know God? I mean, so if I'm silent, how would I know God? I mean, what, what's, what's, the, what's the unseen spoken reality to that? Be still, and how do I get to knowing God? What's the middle part here? Turned off the TV, right. I turned off the TV of my life to listen to somebody that was very important to my life. So I want to just sow a seed this morning. God said sow the seed of just being still and knowing he is the Lord, like listening. And maybe... I just know God's always crying out, bearing witness with our heart that we are children of God, Abba, Father. He's always speaking that. So maybe just there's places in your heart I'm asking the Lord to open up to, that you can hear for the first time, Abba, Father. Like, I belong. I am a son. I am a daughter. And if There you go. Maybe that the Lord, you know, just just close your eyes. Maybe the Lord just wants to speak something to you this morning that maybe you've been asking, or or maybe He just wants you to just enjoy who He is. I, sometimes we go with even silence. We just try to get expectation with that, like I've got to hear this crazy, amazing word or whatever. Just just take all the expectations. The only expectation is that. I am his, he is mine, and I am listening. If he says something awesome, if he's, if he's just with you, awesome. You know, maybe there's a place where God wants to work one of these check, heart, or check our hearing light. And I just pray right now in Jesus' name. I, I do want to pray before we do that, just a moment of silence. God, I just want to pray in Jesus' name, God, that I know we went through them fast, but I, I'm just praying that they'll take this home and just really just, Go and really just eat of it, Lord, and just hear it for themselves. Lord, maybe there's in the areas of their heart, of their lives, that maybe these check hearing lights are on. 
And Father, that they can really just just repent and just say, All right, Lord, forgive me for that hard heart that I hardened my heart when, when I didn't feel like you came through or 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 God, I just I feel like I'm dull this morning and so let's just take a moment to do that. Maybe if anything in your heart that you felt like this morning, maybe that hit you on that list. Maybe just repent. Just say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for, uh, for being dull of hearing. Forgive me uh, just for walking and not uniting that word with faith, whatever that might be. So I'm just going to give you a minute to do that. Lord, we just we agree. I just, just even just myself, just think of how sometimes I've, I've dulled the word because I haven't given impression to it. I didn't write it down or I didn't make it active in my life, and so I, I just repent. And I just pray. I just agree with the repentance in relationship to what we've heard this morning. But God, I pray right now. God, we just want to honor you with just, just this moment. God, to be still and to know that you're God. So Lord, we're just gonna. Just be before you, Lord, and just come and just speak, just be hearing, just be listening. So, Lord, I just, I just pray that what you've even just done in these 60 seconds probably could outweigh what I've set up here for the last hour in the lives of these men and women and children. And, Lord, that's why it's important to hear. Because what somebody can say up here for 60 minutes can be impactful. But, Lord, what you say what you declare, God, lasts for a lifetime. And so, Lord, I just pray you continue just to speak that forth, declare it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Um, Jared's going to speak something. 
I just wanted to, sh- I, f- I really forgot, I mean, really, a couple, of th- I mean, there's a lot of testimonies about hearing the Lord, but one testimony just for me, you know, because I came from very, like I said, traditional background, didn't know that the Lord spoke, didn't really w- know that he really wanted to speak to me, never felt like he, I was worthy to be spoken to, so that was all in me. And I, I remember earlier in my walk, um, I was sitting down, sitting there with my, probably doing some type of, trying to have some type of quiet time or something. I don't even remember where what I was doing. I know where I was at in my my room. And all of a sudden, I just I read some passage that said Jesus loves you, basically that. And I I kind of made a sarcastic remark. I mean, if you want to make a sarcastic remark to the Lord, He usually will speak something very strong back, and He did. I just said, and I made the sarcastic remark. I was just like, well, God, you love everybody, so kind of what's, I, I made that, what's so special about that, you know, kind of remark in my brain, my heart. And the Lord just immediately, like, and I've shared this a lot, but immediately, like, as audibly as I could hear it, not out loud, but as strong in me as I could hear it, the Lord said, Mitch, I like you. Like, I like everything about you. I like the way I created you. I like the way that you walk. There are things in you that I didn't put in there that I will continue to help you move out. But I like who you are. And you know what? Up until that point, up until that point, I'd, got, I'd heard messages. i had heard sermons. i had heard everything that you could throw at me about that God loves me. But that day marked, from that day forth, marked a difference in my life. Like, dramatic difference in my life because I could believe because I'd never believe that God liked me I believe like yeah he can use me because I'm you know I, I kind of like people and hang out with people but I, I didn't believe he liked me and that was a powerful time another one was uh, you know just because I was not raised in the spiritual gifts and this that and the other and one time I remember we, we walked with a lot of times Rick would just throw throw us in the midst of all sorts of craziness. I mean, I mean, we'd walk in places, and they're all speaking in tongues, this, that, and the other. I mean, just, I mean, we'd go to conferences, and I'd be crying in the chapel. I mean, just because I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know, what, what is going on in this place? Maybe some of you felt that way about dwelling place. Just, just know, if you stay around long enough, you might, <laughs> you, you'll get to this place, I promise. But, you know, I mean, I was in that place. I mean, but, and, and we always, Lee and I always got, we always kind of were in the back, and we'd always catch all the people going out the door going, that's crazy, they're crazy, I don't know what y'all are doing. I'm like, well, let me tell <laughs> and, and, and at one point in my life, I said, God, I, I made this statement. I like, I do not want the gift of tongues that hurts too many people. Like, I was like, I don't even want it. Don't, I don't, don't, like, don't ever give that to me. I spoke that out loud, and the Lord immediately spoke back to me, same thing. He said, Mitch, don't ever reject a good gift that I've given. Just because other people don't understand it and other people might misuse it or misrepresent how it is supposed to be used does not create that as a bad gift. Talk about, like, all of a sudden opening me up to the Spirit of God and like, oh, okay, wait a second. I think I've been dismissing some things because of what? Things in my heart. So I just wanted to share those two testimonies because they marked me like marked me. And I'm just praying that as the Lord spoke, the Lord's going to begin to mark you this week about some things that maybe you've been asking or maybe you you haven't even been asking. Maybe you'll throw out some sarcastic remarks to the Lord and he'll give you right back, you know, power, you know, right back at you because he's speaking. So 
Just wanted to speak those two and Jerry's gonna close. Uh, I know it's late. Uh, I don't wanna hold things up uh, too long, but um, one of the things recently um, that the Lord is, one of the thoughts he's had me pursuing um, is the aspects of places that I've, uh, that I've stopped paying attention to the communication of the Lord because it's not what's become common. Um, you know, if you, if you watch NASCAR at all, um, one of the things that they do when they go to the pits is they'll, they'll grab the windshield and they, they pull this big layer of plastic off. Um, because when they're driving, there's rubber and there's all this stuff that gets stuck to the windshield. Um, and there's all these layers of plastic that they put on the windshield, and as they pit, they'll rip a layer of plastic off so that they can see more clear than they could a few minutes ago um, for where they're going. And the Lord's been doing some things recently um, of helping me to see where things have become really cluttered um, through vision and through taste and through smell, through feelings and emotion, um, to where you get, you become accustomed to seeing things through the dirt of life. You become accustomed to seeing things through, uh, just through the years of where things have piled up, and we, we start to filter what the Lord's doing through the dirty windshield. And it's felt like the Lord, what He's, what he's doing is, uh, what He's had me praying recently is that, that we become sensitive to the communication to the Lord, that our, uh, our senses would become almost saturated with what the Lord is doing. It says that we were made in the Lord's image. So every sense that I have is a, a sense that the Lord has gave me because it's a sense that He uses. Um, it talks about taste and see that the Lord is good. It talks about in Song of Solomon consistently that she smells the fragrance of her lover. That she, she, can, she recognizes the fragrance of her lover. And what I feel like is that the Lord has taken us to a place to recognize the Lord in every way that we've been dismissing because it's become, un become uncommon to us. We've not put weight on it. And we've not, we've, we've stopped ig ignoring some of the ways that the Lord's speaking. There's times sometimes that I sit down with my kids and there's things that I want to talk to them about. Very specific things that I want to talk to them about. But to get to that discussion, we have to talk about you know, how Bob the tomato was in their room and they were talking to Bob all day or they have to tell me about how many times they fell down during the day. And we have to get through all these communications and then finally, once we've gotten through some of those things, we get to some, some places where some of the things I wanted to talk about or some of the things that were on their heart really start to come out. And sometimes it's like that with the Lord. Not to say that He talks about nonsensical stuff, but sometimes when we sit down to receive communication from the Lord, it's not really what we want to talk about or what's pressing on us. He'll sit down and want to ask, ask the Lord for an answer, and he'll sit down and say, hey, you know, it's a good day today. Hey, you should start eating some more broccoli. You know, and you're asking the Lord, should I move to the East Coast? And the Lord say, man, you really need to change what you're eating. You know, and sometimes you just have to pursue those things. You have to go with where the Lord wants to go, and you have to pursue the conversation that he wants to have. You have to pursue the communication that he wants to give to you. And in that, you make a connection with the Lord. And it's what the Lord is wanting to draw us to is a place of connecting with Him. Connecting with Him in a way that He wants to connect with us. Most of the time when I feel like the Lord has stopped talking to me, it's because I've stopped paying attention to what He's doing. And I've, stopped be, be, I've become insensitive to the things that He's doing. And I have to slow myself down and 
Pay attention to what He's doing right now. To the way He's coming right now. And that may be different than what it was yesterday. So if you could just stay in that moment for just a minute, I don't want to hold things up, but I just wanted to pray something. Lord, I, I just ask that you would awaken our senses again. All the places that we've started to ignore you, God. All the places that we've stopped paying attention, God. God, I pray that you would awaken our senses again. God, I pray that we would taste you again. That we would smell you again, God. God, that we would feel you. God, that we would feel emotions, God. Again, God, just like when I walk in the house and I feel that familiar sting of the sword on the back of my leg and I know Aaron wants to play. God, that we would feel you again. God, the things that we've ignored, the easy thoughts, God, the whispers that we've ignored, God, I pray that you'd make us sensitive again. Reawaken our ears, God, to hear the whispers. To hear the fleeting thoughts, God, that, we, that are so easy to dismiss. And God, and I just ask that, uh, God, for the people that were even sitting here in that moment of silence, God, that they were believing that you had left them, God. God, that they were believing that you've left because they feel like it's been so long since they've had any communication, God. God, I just pray that you would come. I declare over them, God, that you have not left. You will never leave, God. I declare that over them. You do not leave. That they are not alone, God. God, I know that you communicate in, in so many different ways. God, I don't even want to put a number on it. God, I just pray that you would awaken us to your communication, God. Whatever that is, whatever that looks like, God, awaken us to communication, God. We don't want to miss what you're doing, God. We don't want to miss where you're at. We want to connect with you, God. Awaken our hearts, God. So let's just stand. God, I just just thank you for that word, God, because I, I believe that, Lord, the seed that was sown just to stop and to hear, like to, to just respond to one sense of just even hearing, Lord, and then just what Jared's praying, God, that our senses would be awakened. I'm believing that there's going to be a flood this week, Lord, a flood of hearing, of seeing, feeling, smelling, <laughs> Uh, tasting and see that the Lord is good. I just, I thank you for that. And some of you, you maybe even have gotten words that you need to share with somebody this morning or whatever that looks like. I just, I pray you, you know, you need to go speak those. But I also just want to invite, I don't know if some of the prayer team can be, be up here. I'm just going to invite you. If you've, if you've never heard the word of God say, 
you are my beloved son or Abba Father. Come and come and get prayer for that this morning. Maybe you just need to make that step of declaring Jesus Lord of your life. It'll open up that hearing in the spirit. Maybe you just need to say, God, I, I just I've been a believer and I just haven't heard that that cry of Abba Father and I want to hear. Or if maybe any of those other eight or nine things that we talked about, maybe those check hearing lights were on, or or maybe it was uh, what Mark spoke about depression, or what Clark you know, we we spoke about transition. Maybe you've been in transition and it's been uncomfortable, and you need prayer today because you you know that the the birthing process is hard, but it's going to be beautiful at the end. So Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, if anybody is in those places, you just come on up and get prayer. So, Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that, for the beauty of the Lord and the body. And I just pray that we would continue to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the body, to the church, to, to, the, to each individual. God, and that we would walk in this place, that we would be spiritual men and women, children of such discernment, that we would be, have our senses trained to discern what is, what's you and what's not. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen.